Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We were discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. That was before our world turned upside down by this coronavirus. So things were pretty normal. We were meeting in regular classes in a physical classroom setting. And then suddenly things have completely changed. Nothing is normal anymore. We all have stay-at-home directors from our governors, and we are obviously locked up in our homes. So from our perspective, the world has completely changed from what we have seen before this lockdown. Now, from the perspective of someone who can have a higher perspective, nothing really has changed. So, few space astronauts who were living in that space station for quite some time, they had just arrived back to the Earth. When they left this planet Earth to go to space station, the world was quite normal here. But when they arrived here, it's a complete different world for them. It's a world of social distancing, there are no vehicles on the road. Everything is quiet. In fact, everything looks much pristine on this planet now. The air is cleaner. There is no noise pollution. There is no concern about saving energy. Because we are already saving energy by not driving anywhere. So there are two different perspectives for them. When they look at it from the perspective of what this world looked like when they were here before they left for the space station. And they basically said that the view of this planet Earth from the space station never changed. The Earth looked as serene and pristine now as it was before. But when they have the different view of the world from the ground, things have completely changed. So from the highest perspective, looking at this planet, it remained exactly what it was before. Nothing has changed. But from a lower perspective, the world is completely different. So looking at from a highest perspective, nothing has changed. Earth looks as serene and stunning as it was before. Bhagavan Krishna using the same type of logic, Explaining, Arjuna, that when you look at it from the highest perspective, there won't be any change. There won't be any change in the existence of all the people that you are concerned about. So some of the great revelations which we learned in first few verses, in fact, the first seven verses, starting from verse 12, that we learned that few things which we never thought about are completely contrary to what I believed. All my life I believed I'm a mortal being. And Bhagavan said that the existence is permanent. 
The only thing I am really sure about in my life is my existence. I exist is the only primordial, original, primordial knowledge that I have. All other knowledge is acquired. Even my name, you say, what is your name? Well, whatever my parents told me, that became my name. What was my birth date? That also what my parents told me, this is your birth date. And I have to believe that. So all of the knowledge that I have is acquired. The only knowledge which is inherent to me is I exist. My instinct is to exist. And Bhagavan said, this existence is permanent. Natu eva aham jatum nasam natvam ime janadipaha. There was never a time... I did not exist, you did not exist, or these kings did not exist. And we are existing, we will continue to exist. So the existence is permanent. That's the first thing we learned in this chapter. And then we learned that what is changing is the state of existence. The state of existence continues to change. And Bhagavan gives the example that just as you change from your childhood existence into youth existence, and then now adult and old age, which is not really a question mark for us. We all have experienced, and that's a way of life. We have taken it for granted that this is how the existence works. I existed in one state, I'm existing in a different state of existence. The problem we have is what happens after my death and what dies. It's very interesting listening to a rabbi on Passover, and he was explaining the death and what is after death. And he made a very interesting remark. At the time of death, that which is living will continue to live, and that which is dead will die. In other words, the life which is living will continue to keep living, will survive, will continue. That which is dead means that this body which is inert, that will die. He was explaining from Torah, now, obviously, I'm learning from Bhagavad Gita. Both are exactly saying the same thing. So, Bhagavan says the same thing that Deha antara praptihi diraha tatrana muhyati. When this self changes the body, this body is no longer useful. When it goes to another body, a wise person knowing that this is just an another change, he does not get confused. So, that's the second thing we learn is the transmigration. The Krishna validated the concept which you and I have heard from our childhood that there will be another birth. He validated that up front. Then what is my life and say, Matrahas Parsahatu Kauntia? What we are experiencing as our life is actually nothing but the series of experiences. Matrahas Parsahatu Kauntia, when the senses are contacting the sense object. And this coronavirus has really taught us how that works. You know? So that's why we're social distancing. If I don't come in contact, nothing will happen to me. If I come in contact, there are all great dangers to get infected. So Krishna validated that social distancing, saying all your experiences are nothing but the contacts with the world outside. And those contacts and the experiences are temporary. They will come and go. They are temporary. They are not permanent. 
no matter how great the experience is that's also finite no matter how bad the experience is so this lockdown will also end i guess the krishna has validated that this lockdown also has a beginning and an end and therefore tam tiksashwar the only thing you can do is endure if you complain against it protest against it you are the only one who will be suffering you have to accept things as they are and deal with them as they are so endure them these changes are impermanent and you will have a new set of experiences if the case made upfront is that i am an immortal being but i am afraid of mortality what is it that makes me experience immortality and bhagwan said there is only one way sama dukham sukham dhiraha sa amrutatvaya kalpate if you develop equanimity towards everything we were actually listening to swami tejamandas bhagavad gita's practical application he said the only thing you take away from bhagavad gita is samatvam equanimity equanimity at the physical level at the mental level at the intellectual level if you practice that bhagavad gita said sa amrutatvaya kalpate such a person will experience immortality so we have learned that we immortal immortal can be experienced well, one thing which was really a stunning revelation is that myself and yourself and herself are not different selves but one self manifesting to many so in verse 17 it says avinasi tu tadviddhi yena sarvam idam tatam this is the thought which is very difficult for us to accept no matter how many times we read it and how many times somebody tells us that this existence as we see is one existence not many existences not many things are existing one is manifesting as many that entity which is the original existence is immutable and permanent vinasam avyayasyasya na kaschit kartum arhati destruction of that is not possible so bhagwan has explained to arjuna from the highest point of view why the situation he is in he shouldn't be too concerned about do your duty but then he comes down and gives them a society's view and say swadharmam cha api aveksha looking at your own dharma what is your duty towards society now we kampitam arhasi dharmyabdi yuddhatreyo anyakshatrayasya na vidyate for kshatriya there is no better duty than fighting a righteous war so he gave first the highest view then he gave a 10000 feet view then now looking at from the society's point of view also society is depending on you you should be doing your duty and then he comes down to individual level what is in it for me because this is what works for us if somebody tells me neil this is what you will benefit then i will do it good example 401k for a small company the 401k people said if you do this you will get the lion share of the company contribution if you give small portion to your employees oh that sounds good once somebody tells me what is in it for me it's much easier for me to act on it so bhagwan says in verse 32 yadruchaya cha upapannam 
స్వర్గద్వారం అపావృతం సుఖిన క్షత్రియా పార్థ లభంతే యుద్ధం ఎదృశం ది వారియర్ హూ ఈస్ ప్రెజెంటెడ్ విత్ దిస్ ఆపర్చునిటీ దిస్ ఆపర్చునిటీ ఫైటింగ్ ఎ రైచియస్ వార్ ఈస్ ఎ కీ టు ఓపెనింగ్ ద హెవెన్స్ గేట్ ఇట్ హ్యాస్ ప్రెజెంటెడ్ ఇట్స్ సెల్ఫ్ టు యూ ఇట్ కేమ్ టు యూ ఇస్ ద కీ టు ఓపెన్ ద హెవెన్స్ గేట్ డూయింగ్ యువర్ డ్యూటీ will create the situation which will make you live in heaven the heaven is something which has no sorrows heaven described in our puranas is something which has no mortality there is no death in heaven there is no sorrow in heaven there is no scarcity in heaven and also there is no old age or disease in heaven. no coronavirus so that's the state when you leave and there is all the problems which i have which i'm fearful of that fear will not be there there is no fear in heaven bhagwan said this is your opportunity to get to that state of existence so now arjuna gets interested so bhagwan continues and says athacha tu imam dharmyam sangramam na karishyasi tataha swadharmam kirtim chahitva papam avapsyasi now this is really a master stroke because now he is the word papam which every hindu is afraid of and arjuna being a a royal prince he obviously he does not want to get involved in committing sin so he said if you decide not to fight this war then tataha swadharmam kirtim chahitva you will be abandoning your duty not only your duty but your kirti your fame by doing so you will be incurring sin Now this is really a difficult concept in a way. If I have a duty to do something and if I don't do it, well, how can I incur sin? Because what I understand if I do something wrong, hurt somebody, do something wrong, then I'll incur sin. But just not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to go to the office, but I decided not to go to the office. Well, how am I incurring sin? But once I know no, you will incur sin. Because the sin is the negative impression on your mind a guilt feeling in your mind which will kill you you know you should have gone to the office but you decided not to go that will create a guilt feeling that guilt feeling is the sin now that guilt feeling will not let you live in that heavenly state where there is no fear so you will be feeling guilty you will be fearful you you won't feel good all that will be happening to you simply because you gave up your duty and in this case also fame for a person who is famous to do something which creates infamy is really not very comfortable so therefore he says you will incur sin it is the negative impression now mind will be agitated agitated mind is the product of sin the so mind will not be still and calm it will be agitated continuing in the same tone bhagwan realized that this is the most effective button he is pressing for any one of us no matter how high the philosophy we think of it only time it works is when it comes to a personal level social distancing as long as it was happening in minnesota it was a different thing when it comes to me i'll be very concerned and be looking at it from a very 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 close perspective 
So Bhagavan started from a highest perspective in the space. Astronaut can see the earth, everything is well and good. Comes down a little lower and say, actually the environment is much better. With this social distancing and lockdown, the earth has really benefited. Other animals and birds, they got the freedom that these monstrous people who are creating havoc on this planet, they're all locked down by themselves. So now the earth is pretty clear. So 10,000 feet view is much better. It's only when you come down to the ground and see your human society, there's a chaos there. But if you find a cure for that chaos, well, that's what will make me feel good. So Bhagavan said, Akritim chapi bhutani katha isyantiti avyayam sambhavitasya cha akritim marnat ati hi uchyate. For a person who is honored, for him dishonor is more than a death. Arjuna was an honored person. And therefore, he said, for you, you won't be able to tolerate this. That people will be talking about your infamy for ages to come. Avyayam, endlessly. We see our politicians these days, they're all trying to jockey for who is right and who is wrong. And our President Trump, economy was his Trump card, no pun intended, and he's losing that card. So he's obviously very anxious to open this economy up so he can claim that he did make the society great. So here Bhagwan said, for you, Arjuna, this will be worse than death. So think about it. You shouldn't be giving up your duties. So with that, I'll uh, stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om